0: Is still important, transfer portal is more valuable right now. Unfortunately, we need established guys that can play and contribute immediately. Yeah, Ethan, I would say this if South Carolina is going to win and win big, it's going to come via the transfer portal. It just is. I mean, I, I think recruiting is still important, obviously, like the high school ranks, but you win with the portal, and especially when you're a head coach, guys like Shane Beamer, who you know has started to feel the heat this year, and you've got to win and you got to win now, you got to win immediately you got to go to the portal because you just – you can't sell it to your fan base. Like, guys, I would have told you weeks ago that, oh, no way this would happen. But we sit right now at 2-5, and right? And we don't know what the schedule exactly looks like next year. Let's say the schedule – and in case you haven't seen the schedule, non-conference, really easy, right? Old Dominion, Akron, Wofford. And then you have Clemson, of course. But that's three wins right there, and you play Vanderbilt. That should be four wins on your schedule automatically. But your SEC schedule, guys, you go to Alabama. You go to Oklahoma. You go to Kentucky. You got LSU. You got Ole Miss. You got Texas A&M. It's a gauntlet. So let's just say the schedule sets up next year how it did this year, where, like, for whatever reason, it's just a really, really difficult front half of the schedule. Let's say you go Old Dominion week one, then you go to Alabama week two, and then you got at Oklahoma week three, and, you know, you got Lenora Sellers, a redshirt freshman quarterback, who is getting his feet wet and trying to combat this. You're still going to be young and inexperienced on the offensive line, the defensive line. You'll still have question marks across the board, right? If you're sitting at two and five, this time next year. Guys, Shane Beamer is inevitably going to be on the hot seat. Just no question. He's going to be on the hot seat. I'm not telling you he'll be fired by end of next year, but year five will be the will be the year. Year five will be the, okay, put up or shut up. This is it. This is where we're going to determine what this football program is under Shane Beamer. So he doesn't have a lot of time to play with. So you've got to go out to the portal. you got to get some proven Power 5 talent. you got to go get some proven talent that can help you win games immediately. I would put a greater emphasis on the portal than high school recruiting at this point. Really, truly. It's more important, guys. It's more important. For fan bases that are so starving, programs that are so starving to win now, best way to do that is through the portal. Uh, let's see. Okay, we do have a voicemail. Let's go ahead and get into this one. Hey, uh, I was just wondering uh, how you feel about uh, maybe a four and seven South Carolina team playing a uh, maybe a six and five or a seven and four Clemson team on Nickelodeon whenever we do play i'm assuming the kickoff will be about 9 a.m and they'll have uh the game on nickelodeon i was just wondering uh have a good one <laughs> appreciate it my friend yeah mark Mark ryan made this joke on his airwaves yesterday um uh, that, that sounds about right doesn't it that that sounds about right for uh you know, for for what South Carolina, for what South Carolina is this year and, and what Clemson is too, man, I mean, that, that, that the Palmetto Bowl was going to be very interesting, right? It, it just two, two programs that I think to even remotely for a moment, I don't even think you can consider the season a success if you win the game, but just to, just to have something to feel good about some bright spot in the season, like. The only thing that's going to make Carolina fans or Clemson fans look back at the record books and say and and point to that season and say oh, I remember that I remember that year is a win in the rivalry game. That, that's it. That's it. That's literally it. That's what it comes down to. So very it's 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 going to be a very interesting game this year. Uh, all right, let's get back into it. We got another voicemail here.
1: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. going oh, no, on, man?
0: I'm sure you don't want to hear from any Gator fan right now, but going into next year,
1: if Beamer has the same kind of results what kind of coach do you think you'd be looking for?
0: Appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for the voicemail. Uh, so his question is, if you guys couldn't hear it, if South Carolina were to part ways with Shane Bieber next year, what what type of coach would you be looking for? And what I'll say is this, guys. I, I, I said this since Shane Bieber was hired, okay? I said this since Bieber was hired. I, I think this is a great case study. I think this is a great case study when it comes to Shane Beamer. The way I look at it is this. There are so many things going against South Carolina in regards to, like, why this program isn't supposed to win at a championship level, right? Lack of history and tradition, you know, being sandwiched between Clemson and Georgia and and, and where you're located, the state of South Carolina, maybe not producing quite the number of great athletes as bordering states around, um, you know, whatever it might be, okay? Lack of NIL funds, right? That's become a new issue. So there's a lot of things it feels like going against South Carolina, okay? What the Shane Beamer era, if it does fizzle out and does fail, to me, what it's going to prove is that the whole how much you want to be here thing, overrated. It's, it's very overrated. If that person's getting a check, they want to be at South Carolina. Point blank, end of story. You need a head coach whose own cachet, own accomplishments, own reputation outweighs some of the deficiencies that you inevitably face at South Carolina. You need a coach whose name alone can overcome those things. I I think that is what it's going to prove is that this isn't a project type of job. This isn't a job for someone who's trying to learn on the job. This is a job for someone who is established, who's a known winner, who knows what it looks like, who knows what it takes to win, and who's been in the position before and who has exhibited success. Again, this is all hypothetical. Hypothetical but i thought this since Beamer was hired. It's a roll of the dice, and it's a great case study. It's a case study of, okay, can it work for a guy who's never been a head coach? Can he learn on the job, and when he fails, fail upward? Can he do that? Or is it going to prove to be too much, and it takes someone like a Spurrier, like a Holtz, or just someone who has been in the fires before and at least knows what he's doing from previous experience. That that to me is you know that that that's I think that's what this case study is. And I think that's to the point of that, man. That's that's what makes kind of some of the, the coordinator hire stuff like that's what makes it so so maddening, man. That that's what makes it so maddening. Um our friend Dave Bartu, College Ball Matrix, you know, he he was actually we were in communication with him over the weekend. He he tweeted at us. And then Josh Pate references as well. But, like, guys, it, it is a very, very worrisome thing. When we're in year three of Shane Beamer, and Dave Bartu is mentioning that, hey, South Carolina is just completely outgunned in regards to these two coaching staffs. Like, Missouri's coaching staff, far superior to South Carolina's. Like, that is not something you want to hear. That is not something that we want to hear, right? So um, that's been the most – that's been one of the most disappointing things, I think, in Shane Beamer's tenure is that, you know, the promise was early on that, oh, man, you know, Beamer's going to come in and, and and get these big-time coordinators and, you know, what have you. And I feel like that promise just hasn't been delivered upon. It just it just hasn't, man. It just hasn't. The coordinators have been, well, he's my guy, and I know his reputation and his resume sucks, but, I mean, guys, as much as we think dabble logins has been an improvement because Spencer Rattler's been great, guys, do you realize that the Gamecocks rank dead last in the SEC in offensive efficiency? Do you realize that? Do you realize that? Now, do I put all of that? Do I put all of that on Devil Loggins? Not necessarily because the offensive line's abysmal, but I'm just saying, like, that's been disappointing, in my opinion. Gilmer the Great says, I think right now he is 17 and 16 and will more than likely he will end the year 19 and 19. Next year's the chopping block year. Certainly, Gilmer, you know, so you're saying that Beamer most likely goes two and three the rest of the way out. Carolina finishes four and eight. If South Carolina finishes four and eight, I I would say, I I would say Shane Beamer's seat is hot going into year four. I I would, and I hate to say that, guys, and it might, you know, it's this entire, this entire situation that South Carolina football is in feels I guess it's just guys, it's just crazy how quickly it can turn. Like that, that's that's what I think I'm most surprised by. Like it, it turns so fast. Like one week we are literally getting ready for kickoff against North Carolina and all dreams and hopes and aspirations are all in front of us and man, this team might win nine games and they're a dark horse and and then you lose to UNC, and it was like that was a slap in the face, but people were still optimistic. and But a couple of weeks go by, and, bro, Tennessee happens, and it was like a switch just flipped. And I don't know if it's because Gamecock fans hate Tennessee now much more than I've ever seen before. I don't know if it's because of that, but it's like a switch was flipped, dude. It, it's like a switch flipped after Tennessee. And then Florida, Florida was just that, that nail of, okay, our feelings of you know what should be should we be questioning Beamer? They were just reconfirmed, and in Missouri, pff, re- reconfirmed any further or even further. So, um, yeah, it's it's just wild how fast it can turn, guys. Bruce says, I think we can all agree changes need to be made. For me, D coordinator, strength and conditioning, O line, linebackers, running backs, linebackers, and secondary coach. So Bruce said, fire everybody, everybody but Pete Limbo. Y'all are gone, <laughs> Jeff Gulledge, Records of our uh, of our opponents so far: UNC six and one, Furman six and one, Georgia seven and zero, Mississippi State four and three, Tennessee five and two, Florida five and two, Mizzou seven and one. We are two and five. Do with that what that info what you will. Well, Jeff, I, I hear what you're saying. The schedule's been tough, but Jeff, the schedule's tough every year. I mean, Jacksonville State you play in two weeks. They're six and two. You know, like, I mean, Kentucky might have a good record when you play them. I'm just saying, it's – everybody's good in the SEC, man. It is what it is. Uh, Beamer updates the health of the football team, and this is what he had to say. Quote, the Spurs Up show is brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience Buying tickets shouldn't be stressful. And Game Time is the way to go. Again, that's our friends at GameTime. Go download the Game Time app or go to GameTime.co. And when you do, create an account and use promo code SPURSUP. That's SP or S U P for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. Juice won't play. Amarion Brown is doubtful, and literally every other person you would ask me about is questionable. Now, what Shane Beamer mentioned in his Sunday teleconference. Um, per what he's saying, everyone else is questionable. That would include, that would include the likes of Jackson Hughes, Tree Babalade, Xavier Leggett. Vershawn Lee and Trovon Bow, And unfortunately, no, it's not a mock turtleneck, by the way. It's a quarter zip. Unfortunately, we now know with Shane Beamer, when he says somebody's questionable, they're most likely out. So I would tread lightly in regards to expectations of uh, those guys playing this weekend. So... Um, what else? What else? What else? When asked about Juice Wells, will he return this season? Shane Beamer just said, I don't know. I don't know. I got no idea. Fade the Shane Beamer injury report, folks. As I said before the show, I'm behind Shane Beamer 110%. But something I put no stock in anymore is the Shane Beamer injury report. Uh, let's get to the discord. Mad dog says, I agree with Chris on the coaching bit. Need a name to get us where we want to be, or should I say where we want to be or where we need to be, where we want to be love the comments about fire him, fire him, fire him. It's easy to say that sitting in the easy chair. It is indeed. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, let's see. A lot of people in the discord asking do I think juice. Wells comes back next year. Our guy Cody, he'll be back for Kentucky and Clemson. Definitely Clemson. I I don't buy it. I don't see it. I think we're going to keep getting the same injury report over and over and over and over and over and over and over over again. Uh, I mean, he's not even healthy enough to practice, guys. If he's not practicing, he's not going to be able to just come back and and jump into it. I I just don't see it, man. I don't see it. So, uh, you know, I don't see it. So, anyways, getting back into your questions, guys. Less than 10 minutes to go. Justin Moore. Excuse me. Justin Martin says, Chris, do you see South Carolina getting a strong AD and board of trustees in the near future if South Carolina football wants to stay competitive with the big boys in the SEC and start winning championships? Stay competitive, Justin. Stay competitive. When, when, when has Carolina been competitive? Are you kidding me? Stay competitive. They need to get competitive. Robbie Davis texts in and says, personally, if our defense plays like this next season, Clayton White needs to go. And if we have another injury-riddled season, Luke Day needs to go. The Zaxby's Hall of Fame. Hope you're having a great week. Thank you, Robbie Davis. Justin from Cartersville, Georgia. As a Gamecock fan, is it a bad take to be prepared to lose to Vandy? Listen, I I wouldn't put anything, anything past this Gamecocks football team right now. Here we go. I just want to call in and say thanks for keeping it a buck with us, even though it's hard for me to hear that. Thanks for everybody. John Edwards says thanks for keeping it a buck with us. John Edwards, you are welcome, my friend. Absolutely. Let's see. Mm-mm-mm. Jeff Gulledge says hammer the portal. Promise playing time to all of them because everyone gets hurt at South Carolina. So you will play. <laughs> Everybody gets hurt. I it's just crazy, man, the, the injuries, how they pile up. Um, Steven, my brother, do you think the reason why we're unsatisfied with the result is because Spurrier brought us so close to the top? That definitely pours fuel in the fire. Um, yeah, I mean, once you get a taste of success, you don't want to go backwards, right? And it wasn't like Carolina just won, you know, it wasn't like South Carolina had one 10-win season one 11-win season. When you go to the SEC title, and then three straight years you win 11 games, I mean, winning six games feels forever ago. Like, winning six games feels like the end of the world. So, yeah, I think Gamecock fans are still having a really tough time, having a really tough time with coping with the fact that that's not who South Carolina football is anymore. And, and I hate to say that, guys, because I'm someone that when I was in college, it was the spurrier years. And I, I mean, I, you know, it was a great time, but we're far removed from that. Eric Wallace, good morning, all. I found you a few days ago after the Mizzou game. I'm a Mizzou man. Eric, appreciate you tuning in, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, this is a bit of a Gamecock show, obviously, the Spurs up show, but love hearing from all of the SEC fan bases. We talk SEC ball. Uh, just as much as Gamecock football damn nears. Eric, I appreciate it. And thank you so much, man. Be free, feel, or feel free to leave questions, comments, call in, leave us a voicemail. Congrats again, Eric, to the the Tigers. Much deserved win. Much deserved. Um, Jaden, one question I ask is, are we being impatient with the rebuild, with Beamer? The thing I would say is this, Jaden. Are Gamecock fans being impatient? You know, I don't think so, Jaden. I, I don't. I really don't. I mean, I, I listen. I, I think if right now you're saying fire Shane Beamer today, okay, you're being a little bit impatient. But like, for people, like for people to be disgruntled about the play they're seeing, I mean that's normal, man. Like if when you should start worrying, Jaden, is when people stop giving a damn. Like Carolina loses thirty-four to twelve to Mizzou. Oh well, whatever. We'll get them next week. That's when you that's when you should worry. Truly, genuinely, that's when you should worry. I, I mean, I, I think Gamecock fans are just passionate, man. They're loyal to a fault. They're investing their money, their time, their energy. You know, you, you go, you you win seven year one, you win eight year two. I don't think, you know, while I didn't agree with the nine or ten win folks, I think winning eight. I think winning eight was a fair expectation. Matching last year's win total, I think that was fair. I mean, even going seven and five, I think that was fair. You know, like I I, I don't I don't know that Gamecock. And here's the thing: like you're seeing other teams getting things going real quick. I'm not saying win titles, I'm just saying be competitive. And it was just – it was complete malpractice what South Carolina did in the transfer portal this year. Like, like their, their lack of ability to get a running back, their lack of ability to get anybody worth a damn on the offensive line. And that's the thing, guys. When I say it's a pivotal offseason, when I say it's a pivotal portal cycle for Shane Beamer, I mean it. Because I tell you this, after this season, picking up an offensive lineman from an FCS school, It's not going to fly. Like, people aren't just going to go on social media and blindly support it because, you know, Shane Beamer can do no wrong. Now it's going to be like, no, 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 no. 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 Go get some high-caliber talent. Go get some high-caliber players. Don't want to see nobody else from Mercer. Don't want to see nobody else from Charlotte. Don't want to see nobody else from Western Illinois. Even Yale. No, no, no. Go get some actual legit dudes. It's not just going to be about picking up bodies in the portal this year. It's going to be about picking up actual impact players. That, that's what it's going to be about. It's going to be about picking up actual impact talent. Guys, you can come in immediately and make a difference because that's how you win in today's college ball. You win with the portal. You live and die. By the portal. And so, another lackluster portal haul, another offseason in which you're a loser in the portal, it it could spell the beginning of the end for Shane Beamer, truly. That's how important it is, in my opinion. We got a text here as we close out the show. Uh, I don't think anyone's being impatient with Beamer. I think it's more so being fed up from being at the bottom of the barrel three years ago and now in 2023. We're still at... The bottom that coming from Justin from Cartersville, Georgia. Again, it's one thing to have a take a step back and have an offseason, but yeah, I, I think to be where you are, guys, two and five, one and four in SEC play, and to look the way you do that's that's what's giving Gamecock fans the most angst, and that's the toughest pill to swallow. So, guys, great show today, truly. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for engaging, for conversating. The beauties and the banter, truly, and the banter was at an all-time high today. So, thank you all so much. I want to say thank you to J.C. Sherbert for kicking off the show, him always taking his time. And, uh, guys, let me remind you, by the way, all of our low country Gamecocks, this weekend we are watching the South Carolina-Texas A&M game as well as the full day of college football at Carolina Cigars in Hilton Head Island. South Carolina, my low country Gamecocks. Listen, I know South Carolina's 2-5. and One in four the SEC, but if you like cigars, you like football, we're gonna be hanging out, smoking stogies. Guess what, guys? Them stogies of smoke, win or lose. I'm gonna be sitting there doing the post game call in show. I might light up a cigar just for the hell of it, man. Just for the hell of it, win or lose. You know what I mean? So we'll be in there doing the thing. Gonna be a great time. Cannot wait to hang out with those dudes. Uh, Carolina Cigars, Hilton Head Island, South Carolina. All the details are on social media. I'll be getting there around 11 o'clock or so. Guys, if you come out, there's a great breakfast spot right next to it, this bagel spot. You got to try it. You got to have it. Then slide over. It's literally next door to Carolina Cigars. We'll be watching the game there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, We're actually embarking for Hilton Head late tomorrow. So TDC, that's another thing I forgot to update you guys on. TDC will rock Thursday, Friday morning edition. We are going to go 9 to 11 a.m. Eastern on Thursday and Friday because of travel, because we've got things going on with our friends over at Carolina Cigars during the day. Uh, going to be a lot of fun, so stay tuned for that. And, guys, finally, check yours truly out on Tex-Aggs tomorrow morning at 10.35 a.m. Eastern, and we'll have David Nuno of Tex-Aggs on our airwaves on Friday to preview the game. So, guys, that being said, Content bleeding out of the eyeballs and truly appreciate each and every single one of you guys. That that being said, enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. We will talk to you all tomorrow.